Thank you, Jesus, for this time, God. God, thank you for every single person in this room, Lord. I pray a blessing over tonight, God. We welcome the Holy Spirit. We welcome you into this room. God, we welcome your presence. This is all for you, God. It's to learn about you. It's to engage with you, Father. So I just pray for everybody in here to have open hearts, ears to hear, Father, concentration that they won't be distracted by their phones or the person next to them or anything, God, that they can just concentrate on the awesome, encouraging words that you want to share as we read out of your word, the Bible tonight, God. We're so excited. God, we've been learning how to overflow if we let you consume all of us that will just be overflowing. We've been learning about being on fire, being completely consumed by you so that we can be on fire for you, Father. And tonight, we're so excited, God, that you want to talk to us about walking on water. It's going to be so awesome, God. So just show up, God. We ask you to show up in big ways. Come and move tonight, God. Minister to us. We love you so much. Thank you for everybody in this name, and I thank, sorry, thank you for every single person in this room, and God bless the offering that went around, the tithe bucket that went around. Thank you so much for that, God. Bless this time. In Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> walk on water. Hey, you guys like that? It's kind of cool. You guys walking on water. Who wants to learn how to walk on water? Yeah? I want to learn how to walk on water. I'm going to highlight, I want to highlight a story in the Bible. By the way, here at Shout Youth and Shouts of Grace, we believe in the living word of God. It's called the Bible. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It's amazing. It gives life right here. This is the owner's manual to life. If you have any questions, if you have any questions on life or anything like that, you should look in the Bible. This is all the answers right here. You guys got questions? It's relevant. It's got all the answers for you. I encourage you guys, get in the word. We're going to learn on how to walk on water. That's not a normal topic, right? It's not normal that, right? This is, this is not a normal thing, but this can be your norm. We've been talking about overflowing, letting God consume us so that we are overflowing so much. So I was showing you guys how I was like pouring out a water bottle, right? <clears throat> I was pouring out a water bottle, and there was a puddle on the ground. I was talking about if you have a cap, right? That's like you saying, no, no good. I don't want to learn about God. I don't want to seek him. That's like putting a cap on your faith and just saying, no, I don't want anything to fill me up. How can you ever get filled if you have the cap on your life, if you have the cap on your faith? I encourage you, take that cap off so that you can be filled up, okay? So that you can be filled up. And we've also been talking about being on fire, being filled up with God so much that we could be literally just feeling like a heat, that we could be so filled up and so consumed and so sold out for God that when we get around people that maybe don't necessarily believe in God just yet, they can tell. They can tell. Because you cannot deny heat, yeah? So this is what we talked about last time. We talked about when you pray, it's like lighting a match. It starts a flame. It starts a fire. So I lit matches last time. So tonight... We're going to talk about how to walk on water. So we're going to look at a Bible story real quick about walking on water. You guys ready? Yeah. If you're ready, just be super quiet. I'm going to read out of Matthew 14. That's the New Testament. Matthew is talking about how he saw Jesus walk on water. Verse 22, immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat, and go on ahead of him to the other side 
the other side of this uh, sea. Uh, after he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there all alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance away from the land. Befuted, turn to your neighbor and say, befuted. This is such a funny word. Befuted by the waves because the wind was against it. So there's a storm going on. Verse 25. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. So Jesus is performing a miracle right now. He's walking on the lake. So this is a supernatural act, right? It's not normal to walk on water. To us, it is supernatural. To God, it is to, to God, who is Jesus, it is completely natural because that's how he operates. He operates out of the supernatural. Sorry, he, yes, but to him, it is natural. You get it? Yeah? But to us, that's like amazing. It's, in, it's insane. He's walking on the water. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine seeing a guy in the middle of a storm walking on water? I'd flip out too, Keaton. I'd flip out. So Jesus is walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. They said, it's a ghost. They cried out in fear. But Jesus said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. And then Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come into the water. Jesus said, come. Then Peter got out of the boat and walked on water. A normal guy. Peter was just an average sailor dude, just an average guy, average fisherman. Mr. Nobody, his name was Simon Peter, just Simon, just normal guy, until he met Jesus. And lo and behold, a little while after meeting Jesus, he joins his gang, he joins his group, and just by saying, God, I know that's you. Jesus, I know that's you. Tell me to come to you. And when Jesus said, come to me, look what happened. Peter got to step out of a boat and walk on water with Jesus right in front of him. An average guy gets to perform a miracle. He walked on water and he came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind and all the commotion, all the craziness that was going on, he got afraid and he began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Like a, like a child, basically. Lord, save me. Peter's an adult, but he cried out, Lord, save me. Help me, I'm sinking. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. He said, you have little faith. Why did you doubt me? When they climbed into the boat, the wind automatically died down. Then those who were around and in the boat, started worshiping Jesus, and they said, truly, you are the Son of God. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Go back to the slide that says, walked on water. Jesus is standing out there. And the disciples are all hanging out in a boat, and there's all kinds of commotion. There's lightning. I mean, you can imagine all this stuff. And Peter asks God to call out to him, asks Jesus, let me come to you in the water if it's you. Let me, let me walk out to you. And then 
Peter gets to do an amazing act. He gets to walk on water and come towards Jesus. So here's, here's what I want to talk about. Peter, average guy, stepped out in faith in a major way, in a major way. The only life raft, the only thing that was keeping him alive was being inside of a boat. But when he concentrated on Jesus and he saw and he had faith in him, he stepped so much faith in him and he had so much concentration that he even stepped out of a boat. He could easily drown and be killed by stepping out of a boat. How many of us need to take that very first step? Give God a little bit. Watch how much he's going to do for you. How many of us need to take that very first step out of the boat? If you never fix your eyes on him, if you never stay open to him, if you never allow him to come in to your heart, you're going to stay inside of a boat. I don't want you guys to be limited by a boat. I don't, I don't want you guys just underneath your security blanket your whole life. Start taking chances. Step out of a boat. Because when Peter took a huge step of faith, literally, and stepped out, he stepped onto a solid surface. Even though there were probably hundreds of feet below him of just nothing but water, perfectly fine. This is an amazing lesson. Jesus can show us how to walk on water. It doesn't matter what our circumstances are. It doesn't matter the storms. It doesn't matter what, what you're limited by or where you're at, or what you're dealing with. It doesn't matter what your grades are. It doesn't matter any of those things. That does, does not matter. What matters is that we have to make a choice to go from complete safety, comfortability. I'm just doing me. I'm just doing my own thing. I don't need... Just, ah. We have to actually make a choice and say, I want to change my life. I'm going to concentrate on Jesus. I'm going to step out of a boat. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. That's what the Bible says. When you take one little step, somebody say amen. When you take one little step, God is going to show up. The God who created the universe wants to have a personal relationship with each and every single one of you because he created each and every single one of you. He's fully approachable. He's calling out your name. He's saying, I want to teach you to walk on water. I want to completely, I want you to be so completely consumed with me, is what he's saying. He's jealous for us, you guys. God is so jealous for us. He's so jealous for us that he doesn't want us to put anything above him, anything before him. That's the first commandment. No other God except for him. There's so many different things we can worship out there. There's so many different things we can put our life on. There's so many, there's so many things in the world saying, stay in the boat. And don't tell anybody else to get out either. In fact, just hold them down. Maybe some of you are taking people down with you. You're just holding people down. But you need to be in the position. You need to get to the position in your relationship where you're stepping out. You're taking steps of faith because you want to see God move big time. And even when you step out and you get to walk on water, even when you step out, if and when you fail and you go through the water because you take your eyes off of Jesus or you quit quit going to youth group, you quit going to church or something like that, even when that happens and you start to sink, if you put out your hand like Peter did, the scripture says immediately, immediately God reached out and said, I got you. God is a father. He's got us. 
We're, we're adopted sons and daughters of Christ. We're adopted. He's adopted us. We're in his family. When you allow him to come into your heart, it'll change your entire life. I want you guys to be overflowing so you can pour on to other people. I want you guys to be completely consumed with him, be so sold out for Jesus that nothing else matters, that you want him so bad that you just don't care what people are saying about you or about how you're acting weird or about how you're encouraging people, whatever. Just keep, you just push on. You just keep moving through it. You just keep blessing people. You just keep encouraging people. Keep being positive to people, right? God wants us to live an abundant life, abundant life, not a lame, boring one. We're supposed to be on fire, on fire for God, like a raging fire. Guess what? Satan's real. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy everything in your life that has to do with God. He wants to stomp out you the fire. He wants to keep you from stepping out of a boat. He wants to keep you from being filled up. He wants, your, he wants you to put the cap on your faith. He wants you to never go to youth group. He wants you to never to seek God. He wants you to never to open your Bible. And he's going to steal, kill, and destroy every single thing that you try and do to get there. You can't let him do it. You can't let him do it. You got to get around to other believers like right now, like we are right here. We are in God's house. We are protected. We are inside. We are protected in here. Some of you guys need to encourage other people to step out of the boat too. Operating out of an overflow, being on fire, all these things. These are just, these are just different things talking about how we're supposed to be filled with God. Make a choice to be filled up with God. So much so so much so that we can see our entire family saved. And we can see our entire school saved. I'm staring at a bunch of, I'm staring at people that are going to bring revival to their school, you guys. You guys, you're not the next future. You're not the next generation. You are now, right now. God put a call on my life when I was young, even younger than you guys, like in fifth grade. He put a call on my life to do exactly what I'm doing right now. And he set a fire in me and it's never gone out because when God sets a fire, it's never going to go out ever. It's just going to keep going. You have to keep adding fuel to it. You have to keep taking steps of faith. And even when you fail, even when you waver, you go off course, God's going to be right there. You just got to let him come into your life. We are the only thing stopping. We are the only thing stopping it. It's a free choice. God does not force anything on us. It's a free choice. We're not robots, right? That's no way to live. Love isn't forced. He wants us to freely choose him. He's a father. He has his arms wide open for you. Even at our worst, his arms are wide open. And he has nonstop love for us. Nonstop love. We need to start encouraging people. We need to to step out of a boat. We need to start stepping out and walking in faith. Why? Because God calls us to it. Because it's the best life that you will ever experience in your ent- any way to live. The most you could ever live fully to your full potential is when you're following God. When you're on fire for God. When you're letting God work through your life. It's the best life ever. Jesus is our friend. He's our savior. He's also Father God. 
He's everything. And when we put our eyes on him, we can walk on water. Come on. He calls us to do miracles, to see healings, to pray for those things. This is real. You guys carry the kingdom of God inside of you. When you guys get around people, people are going to know that you're different by the way you act. When you say your identity is in God, not something of the world, they're going to be like, whoa, this guy's different. Even if they don't believe in your God, they're going to be like, something's different about him. I can feel it because you're overflowing, because you're on fire, because there's so much heat coming off of your life, and you just want to see people get saved. You want to see people, you want to see people encouraged. You want to see people get healed. You just want so much good for people. You just want to tell them about the good news of God, that it's just changing people's lives all around you. Each and every single one of you guys can do that.